You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at bbmglobalnetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Welcome to My Strategy with author and personal growth coach John M. Hawkins. John will provide coaching and inspiration, motivation and advice on your personal development in order to help you with the best decision making possible. So now, please welcome the host of My Strategy, John M. Hawkins. Hello and welcome everyone. My name is John M. Hawkins. The show is My Strategy. We're coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. Very happy to be here with you today. My Strategy Radio Show episodes are live on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Very happy to be here with you today. Saturday is a great day of the week to reflect on the prior week and think about what you've accomplished and plans for the upcoming week. Keeping in mind that now or any time is a good time to assess your personal development strategy. And that's what we do here on the My Strategy Radio Show. Our show is growing. We're now available on iHeart, iTunes, Player FM, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and many more platforms. You can find me on most social media platforms. My Twitter handle is at HawkinsJohn, and the website is JohnMHawkins.com. So, at HawkinsJohn and JohnMHawkins.com. Please feel free to reach out. And just like anything in life, we need to have a strategy and a plan to help us reach our goals because the best laid plants don't always work. And this week, I am looking for stories from you. Do you have good examples, perhaps a a tip or a trick that you'd like to send to me? You can send it to talk at johnmhawkins.com. All right, today, we are going to be talking about goals. Today, we're going to be talking about accomplishing your goals and how they're the first step towards planning for the future. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, reasons goal setting is so important, helps us with focus, stay motivated, keep upbeat, prevent procrastination. We're going to talk about some of the golden rules for setting goals. We're going to talk a little bit about some frameworks. Uh, One specifically is the SMART framework, which helps us create goals that will ultimately have a better chance of getting us to that end vision as opposed to other frameworks that are out there. And then we're going to talk a little bit about some tips and tricks to help you with goal setting. We're going to talk about rudders and oars, ruthlessly eliminating your goals, stack ranking your goals, setting upper bounds, and much, much more. All right, goals are the first step towards planning for the future. I have an article here from Elaine Houston. She says, what is goal setting and how do we do it well? Do you ever feel like you're sleepwalking through life with no real idea of what you want? Perhaps you know exactly what you want to achieve, but you have no idea on how to get there. 
She says that's where goal setting comes in. Goals are the first step towards planning for the future, and they play a fundamental role in the development of skills in various facets of life, from work, relationships, and pretty much everything in between. You know, the target at which we aim our proverbial arrow. Understanding the importance of goals and techniques involved in setting and achieving these goals will help you pave your way for success, according to Elaine. She quotes Pablo Picasso, saying, Our goals can only be reached through a vehicle of a plan in which we must fervently believe and upon we much must vigorously act. There is no other route to success. Lane does go on in the article to talk a little bit about some of the exercises, worksheets that you can do. So if you're interested. She says, goal setting is a powerful motivator, the value of which has been recognized in an abundance of clinical and real world settings for the past 35 plus years, according to Elaine. Goals, as defined by Latham and Locke, 2002, page 705, are the object or aim of an action. For example, to attain a specific standard of proficiency, usually within a specific time limit. They are the level of competence that we wish to achieve and create a useful lens through which we can assess our performance. Goal setting is the process by which we achieve these goals. The importance of the goal setting process should not go unappreciated, according to Locke. I think that's important because it is a process. It's a strategy. It's understanding the course of actions and how we go about using what we know effectively. This goes on to say, this is a quote from Locke, every person's life depends on the process of choosing goals to pursue if you remain passive, you are not going to thrive as a human being. The goal-setting theory, according to Locke and Latham in 1984, is based on the premise that conscious goals affect action. Ryan, 1970. And that conscious human behavior is purposeful and regulated by individual goals. Simply put, we must decide what is beneficial to our welfare and set goals to Achieve it. Why do some people perform better at tasks than others? The goal-setting theory approaches the issue of motivation from a first perspective. Its emphasis is on an immediate level of explanation of individual differences in task performance, according to Ryan, 1970. If individuals are equal in ability and knowledge, then the cause must be motivational. The theory states... That the simplest and most direct motivational explanation of why some people perform better than others is due to disparate performance goals, implying that setting and adjusting goals can significantly impact performance. Setting of goals which has shown to increase employee motivation and organizational commitment, according to Latham in 2004. Additionally, goals affect the intensity of our actions and our emotions. The more difficult and valued a goal is, the more intense our efforts will be in order to attain it, and the more success we experience following achievement. 
It's according to Latham and Locke in 2006. And we are going to talk about the more difficult and valued and how much we value a goal is later in the show. Some ideas there on goal setting. I think it's also important for us to really start to think about this, not only from the perspective of what we want to achieve and what we hope to achieve, but keeping in mind that setting goals, going out and trying to achieve them, means that we will most likely have to select, stack rank our goals to determine which ones we want to go after. We can't be good at everything, although we may want to be. It's also important for us to really start to think about how much pain we are willing to endure. Because if you think about it from a goal-setting perspective, if you set small goals that are easy to accomplish, there's not much pain. But you've heard the phrase, no pain, no gain. And when it comes to getting things that we value, getting things that we want that are not easy for us to accomplish, it means that we're going to have to work that much harder to try and get them. We're also going to talk a little bit about the goal-setting framework and how the goal-setting framework has some positive pros, but there are also some negatives as well. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And ultimately, uh, by the end of the show, you are all going to be experts in goal-setting. You're listening to My Strategy. I'm your host, John M. Hawkins, coming live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. When we come back, we're going to talk about the six reasons why goal-setting is so important. We'll be right back. If you seek a courageous advocate, prepare to champion your rights with consumer service agencies that support aging populations, Carol Ann Hamilton is the one for you. Carol Ann is an elder care coach, author, and speaker with a quarter million hours lived experience successfully supporting unculpable aging parents. As a result of a challenging journey, Carol Ann revolutionizes how stressed out caregivers restore serenity to their worlds. She also brings over 25 years of change management expertise in Fortune 500 settings to catalyze urgent transformation within the elder care industry. Carol Ann is a popular speaker at conferences across North America. She has appeared via TV, radio, and print globally. Now you can tune in weekly to get a dose of her inspiration plus down-to-earth advice to cope with even the most difficult aging parents. Listen Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. Have you ever felt like no one is listening or you're not getting the honest attention you deserve? Do you even know the kind of attention you want or need? You are not alone. Alice Aspen March is here to help. Thanks to Alice, through her epiphany and research over the word attention, there are solutions to the attention dilemma. Worldwide audiences have been enthralled and engaged for over 40 years with her visionary and pioneering observations. The kind of attention we get and give is vital to improving our lives and society. Alice and her weekly guests review game-changing insights for transforming and improving our understanding of attention, providing techniques for creating healthier and empowering behavior. Get a new perspective on a mainstream word. Tune into Why Our Attention Matters for fresh and thought-provoking conversations every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on BoldBraveMedia.com and the TuneIn Radio app. 
Hello and welcome back, everyone. I'm John M. Hawkins. The show is called My Strategy. Today we're talking about goals and goal setting. I thought it was appropriate starting off a new year to talk about this. Right before the break, we were talking about goals being the first step to planning for your future. In this segment, I want to talk about reasons why goal setting is important. Got an article here by Brian Tracy. Yeah, he talks about the six reasons why goal setting is important under the label of personal success. And this aligns directly with our charter, which is to provide coaching for personal development. Starts off by saying one of the most common questions that he is asked on a regular basis is what is the importance of goal setting? Or is it really necessary to set goals? And I think you're going to find that there are different views, different hypotheses that are based and different theories supported by facts with regard to this subject. So our job here is to help explore different strategies, opinions, and Ultimately, you need to decide which is the best for you. He goes on to say, I can personally attest it's my Im- to its importance in his own personal life. And he simply cannot overstate the fact that it always has been and remains one of the first steps you will take in your journey to finding your true calling and unparalleled success. He goes on to quote another Expert in this subject, Tony Robbins, setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. He goes on to talk about how he likes that, how he thinks the importance is extremely well. So he goes deeper into the topic, talks about these six different reasons as to why goal setting is important to him. Him being Brian Tracy. Number one, goals give you focus. Without a goal, your efforts can become disjointed and often confusing. For example, a goal takes a goal takes the flight of a hummingbird, which is chaotic and erratic, and focuses it much like a hawk swooping down for its prey. It allows you to zero in on each day's task with that with laser precision, weeding out wasted efforts and idle movement. Goals help you measure progress. This is number two. Being able to track your progress towards achieving a goal is only possible if you set it in the first place. Being able to measure progress is extremely rewarding. It will help you maintain focus, keep your head held high, your energy up. It will also keep you from getting down. Sometimes when we work towards success, it's easy to become discouraged because you don't feel that you have arrived However, when you measure progress while working towards a specific goal, you will be able to see that though you might not be where you are wanting to get to, you have made movements in the right direction. I think that's a hard one too, right? How do we know that what we are working on is going to get us to some end point? And it could be that you're on the perfect path and have lost faith, lost hope, lost trust. As a result of that, you get off that path. And you'll never reach the goal. Lots of distractions in life 
According to Brian, number three is goals help you stay motivated. It's easy to put off work until tomorrow when there is no goal on the line. I can attest to that. For example, let's consider an athlete. They live to get in shape every day. You better believe that they're going to be working out each day, every day, whether they feel good or not, whether they're sore or not, whether they're tired or not, whether they want to or not, because they have a goal. They have a destination. And I'll interject and say that, to me, that's a mission. Their charter, what they are seeking to do. They help you beat procrastination. Procrastination is something we all battle from, from time to time. He says he does as well. However, when you set goals in life, specific goals you want to achieve, it helps you understand procrastination is dangerous. Like I said, we are going to talk about goal setting, the specificity required for us to set goals that are going to ultimately stand a better chance of us achieving. You achieve even more, number five. When you set a goal and reach it, it gives you a taste of victory. How good does victory taste? Tastes pretty good. You'll want to taste it again. What does that mean? It means you push yourself towards the next rung of the ladder. You challenge yourself to move past another ceiling. You achieved even more. Working towards meeting and surprising goals helps you achieve more along the way than you ever thought possible. Number six is goals can help Determine what you want in life. The simple act of setting goals forces you to contemplate what truly you want out of life. What is the level of success you want to achieve? What is the income you want to have? What does your life of ease look like? What about your dream home? What do you need income-wise to achieve your dreams? Once you've set this goal and then break your desire down into attainable measurable goals will help keep you moving towards success. And Brian talks about success and homes and all that, but I think there's other things in life that motivate us. There's other goals that we have. Some people just want to be a good person. They want to help others. They want to have a feeling of belonging, a feeling of sense of of purpose and meaning for life. And that's where we can use these same goal-setting frameworks that we use in everyday business and to help us achieve financial and monetary and other types of awards to help us really focus, laser focus, on who we want to be. And I think that's one of those things every time I go through these frameworks that I think about from a personal development perspective. But there are pros and cons, and I've got another article here that talks about it. Some of the pros of goal setting are there's constructive performance, helps you with priority, gets you aware of the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. There's also, with every pro, a con. Setting goals can be pressurizing, make you feel like you're in a pressure cooker and need to perform. And it also can bring a sense of feeling of failure and depression. And it does this because you had set a goal and you didn't achieve it, or maybe somebody achieved the goal before you. So as we're talking about goals and goal setting today, I really think it is important for us to really understand the process, know that there's going to be highs, there's going to be lows, 
there's pros and cons to everything in life. But I think that when we understand the topic a little bit better, have some clarity, we can use these tools, these tips to help us be the best we can be. You're listening to My Strategy. I'm your host, John M. Hawkins. Going to take a quick break, and we'll be back. What if there were a super tiny device that could diagnose the brain and is smaller than a single human hair? What if you could see inside the brain to help an epilepsy patient during surgery or to help the fight against Parkinson's disease? Dr. Patricia Broderick is proud to announce the Broderick Probe, a biomedical and electronic breakthrough. Imagine a probe to help with the understanding and potential cure of brain-related diseases. To learn more, listen live to the Easy Sense Radio Show with host Dr. Broderick, Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Bold Brave Media Network and TuneIn Radio. And to help support the Broderick Foundation, please go to Easy sense.com and learn how with your help we can fight these horrific brain disorders that's easysense.com to learn more and help support the broderick foundation Tune into It's All About You with host Dr. Martha Latz, a lively weekly broadcast on BBM Global Network, one of the most empowering shows for time-starved, overscheduled multitaskers. The professional expertise of Dr. Latz is directly available live every Thursday at 1 p.m. to answer and address concerns about relationships, life transitions of career, meeting, dating, and committed relationships. It's All About You with Dr. Latz will expand your understanding of current and concerns across your relationships by broadening and expanding possible solutions in developing skills for mutually desired outcomes. Dr. Martha's expertise is as a licensed marriage and family therapist, life, transition coach, and all things to do with communication at work, home, and with friends. Check out her website at auniquetherapycenter.com. Hello and welcome back, everyone. I'm John M. Hawkins. The show is called My Strategy. We're coming to you live for the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. Very happy to have you here with us today. Today we're talking about goal setting. Right before the break, we were talking about some reasons why goal setting is important. In this segment, I want to talk a little bit about the five golden rules for goal setting. Our job here at the My Strategy Radio Show is to help you understand, gain clarity around various personal development topics. So we do lots and lots of research here for the show. We provide, hopefully, a view that will give you some insight into how you should be thinking about your personal development And we try and bring in many perspectives because one size generally almost never fits all. I've got uh, an article here on the golden rules of goal setting. The website is Mind Tools. They have uh, really great content out there and I enjoy from time to time uh, taking a look at what they have Talk about the five rules to set you up for success. Have you ever thought about what you'd be doing in five years' time? Are you clear about what your main objective at work is at 
the moment? Do you know what you want to achieve by the end of the day? If you want to succeed, you need to set goals. Without goals, you lack focus, direction. Goal setting not only allows you to take control of your life's objectives, but it also provides you with a benchmark for determining whether you are actually succeeding. It's similar to what we've learned thus far, and that theme will continue. To accomplish your goals, however, you need to know how to set them. You simply just can't say, I want or I expect Goal setting is a process that starts with careful consideration of what you want to achieve and ends with a lot of hard work to actually do it. So they go on and talk a little bit about it, about that. The steps are very important. And then they give us these five golden rules. I think these are pretty appropriate. Otherwise, I would not have picked them for the show. Number one, find goals or actually set goals that are going to motivate you. When you set goals for yourself, it's important that they motivate you. This means making sure that they are important to you, that there is value in achieving them. If you have little interest in the outcome or they're irrelevant given the larger picture, then the chances of you putting in the work to make them happen is slim. Motivation is the key to achieving goals. So find goals that motivate you. I think this is a very important and salient point. Someone could set a goal for us. And if we lack the skill, desire, want, we're not going to try and achieve it. If we choose what the goal is and use the framework, we do stand a better chance. So they say really set goals that can relate to the high priorities in your life. Without this time of focus, you can end up with far too many goals. This makes sense. Find things that motivate you. And from a personal development perspective and goal setting, separate work from personal life. Create your own plan. Don't commingle or conflate the plans because then it's going to be hard to prioritize. And when you do have to prioritize, the work typically has a higher priority and you will let your personal flail. They give us some tips to make sure your goal is motivating. Write down why it's valuable and important to you and ask yourself, if I were to share my goals with others, what would I tell them to convince them that it was a worthwhile goal? You can also use this motivating value statement to help you if you start to doubt yourself or lose confidence in your ability to make it happen. Number two is SMART goals. I love the SMART goals framework. You probably have heard of SMART goals according to this article. But you always apply the rules. The simple fact is that for goals to be powerful, they should be SMART, which uh, stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, Time-Bound. They do go on to talk about the various elements of smarts we are going to be talking about them in the next segment so those will not be covered we'll cover them in the next segment number three is set goals in writing the physical act of writing a goal makes it real and tangible you have no excuse for forgetting about it and as you write use the word will instead of would like to or might for example i will reduce my operating expenses not i would like to they give us some tips frame your goal positively 
If you use a to-do list, make yourself a to-do list template that has your goals on the top. Plus one on that. Make an action plan. This is often missed in the process of setting goals. You get so focused on the outcome that you forget to plan all the steps that are needed along the way. By writing the individual steps and then crossing off each one as you complete it, you realize that you're making progress towards your ultimate goal. Now, this is great. I mean, I love this because you've got the goal. Put together your action plan with the milestones, your roadmap, meaning that as you accomplish small goals, check them off. So, you know, when you go back and look at your to-do list, you now have things that you've crossed off. It is so rewarding and so and feels so good. And that's part of the reason why uh, I do use paper, as you can see. Um, but in, in, when I do work in the digital world, um, I'll just, instead of deleting text, I'll strike through the text. And so I have that same sense of accomplishment that I've crossed something off my list rather than deleting it altogether because I want to see that I've, I've made some progress. So that's something that I do. Number five is stick with it. Remember, goal setting is an ongoing activity. It's just not meant a means to an end. Build in reminders to keep yourself on track. Make regular time slots available. Your end destination may remain quite similar over the long term, but the action plan you set for yourself along the way can change significantly. Got to stick with it. You've got to stick with it. And, you know, we need to be able to adapt. We need to be able to pivot. But if you give up the goal altogether and move on to another one and continue, you can end up in a vicious cycle. They go on to say goal setting is much more than simply saying you want something, unless you have a clear understanding of what that something is and why it is important to you, you will have little chance of accomplishing it. You're listening to My Strategy. I am your host, John M. Hawkins, coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the SMART Goal Framework. We'll be right back. According to the American Nurses Association, there are approximately three and a half to four million nurses in the United States. So where do all these nurses work? What kind of roles do they have? What kind of education and training help to prepare them for so many different settings? What kind of impact do nurses have on patient outcomes? The World Health Organization has announced that 2020 will be the year of the nurse, honoring the 200th birth anniversary of Florence Nightingale. An international initiative called Nursing Now is underway to raise the profile of nursing. The National Academy of Medicine has convened a committee to create the future of nursing 2020 to 2030 that will focus on how the nursing profession can create a culture of health, reduce health disparities, and improve the health and well-being of the U.S. population. Learn more and join Joyce Batchelor on All About Nursing, Wednesdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on the BBM Global Network. Hello and welcome back, everyone. I'm John M. Hawkins. The show is called My Strategy. We're coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Well, if you are just joining us, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My Strategy Radio Show episodes are live on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Today, we've been talking about accomplishing your goals, talking about goal setting, critical process to plan for the future. Talking about why goal setting is important, the five golden rules. And in this segment, we're going to talk about SMART goals. 
So there's always a lot of different frameworks and ways you can do goal setting and, and things like that. Um, and there's lots of different theories on how to go about accomplishing that. But I think the framework and understanding the framework is an important start. It's like when you're learning to read and write, you learn the alphabet, you construct simple sentences, you read books, and that gives you the basis and the framework. So I want you to think about this, not from the perspective of you are going to use this and only this framework, and it is the one that will help you achieve every single goal that you need to accomplish. No, no, rather... I want you to think about this in terms of you're going to learn it. It is foundational. It is going to help you understand a process for setting goals. And when you understand a process for setting goals and feel comfortable with it, you can either stick to it or you can pivot on to any other framework. This one just kind of resonates with me, and also it's, um, it's pretty widely distributed. So, in any event, got an article here that talks about it. Career development, smart goals defined, and examples. They talk about much of what we've talked about in other segments in today's show, how goal setting is a helpful way for you to build the career you want. And I'm going to interject and say it's not just the career, it's the life because there are personal aspirations. There are personal things we want to do in life that are much more powerful, much stronger than any corporate job is going to give us. And that is why we want to make sure and focus on our personal development, our personal well-being. Because when we have all of that, in place, when we feel good about who we are, we're going to excel in all areas of life. Don't set yourself, don't not focus on yourself this year. Focus on yourself this year. We want you to focus. It was a tough year last year, and this is a great year for a fresh start. So they go on to talk about setting objectives and how it's important to have a roadmap and how difficult it is to determine how you go about getting a job, promotion, or other milestone you want to achieve without having it. So they talk a little bit about this framework. So SMART goals. What are SMART goals? Well, SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, sometimes it's Actionable, Relevant, and Time-Based. And you're going to find that, you know, this is an acronym and different folks have different terms that they use for the letters that constitute the acronym SMART. They go on to talk about the SMART framework and how it works together to create a goal that is carefully planned and clearly trackable. And that's what we're trying to do here, right? We don't want to have too vague or aggressive or poorly framed goals. We want to be working towards a goal that we feel is achievable. We want to have a goal that we can use to get ahead, not put us back, not get us feeling like we're judged or not accomplishing what we want to do. So that really is is the beauty of this. It can be relative to us. 
So S stands for specific. So the S in SMART stands for specific. Be as clear and as specific as possible with what you want to achieve. The more narrow your goal, the more you'll understand the necessary steps to take it. For example, I want to earn a position managing a development team for a startup company. Very specific. M stands for measurable. What evidence will you provide you're making progress towards your goal? For example, if your goal is to earn a managing a development team for a local startup company, you might measure progress by the number of management positions you've applied for. So setting milestones along the way will give you the opportunity to reevaluate and course correct as needed. So milestones is the M in SMART. Now the example is I will apply to three different positions for the manager of a development team at a tech startup. All right, SMA. A stands for achievable. Have you set an achievable goal? Setting goals can really, you can reasonably accomplish with any certain time frame will help keep you motivated and focused. Using the above example of earning a job as, a, as a managing a development team, should, you should know that you might need credentials, experience, skills, etc. So is this something that's achievable? And this is all relative to you, right? This is the framework that you need to use. Everyone has different skills. And I wouldn't know what your skills are. Only you do. So S-M-A-R. R stands for relevant. When setting goals for ourselves, consider whether they or are not relevant. Each goal should align with your values, longer-term vision. If a goal doesn't contribute towards your broader objectives, you might rethink it. How relevant, relatable is it to you? So S-M-A-R-T, time-based. This is the one I think that is the hardest for, for many of us, myself included. But we need to have a goal time frame, an end date, which can help provide motivation and help you prioritize it. For example, you could have a goal of saying that you know, you want to retire early or you want to do something. But if that's a goal and you're not setting a time as to when you want to retire and you don't have little accomplishment goals that you've done, you've completed on the road to it, you do not have a chance of achieving that goal. So we have to put in our planning, in our goals, the element of time. So over a specific period of time with goals that are relevant to us, that are achievable and within our core competencies, then how do we measure them? And ultimately, if they are specific enough, we stand a much better chance of accomplishing them. You're listening to My Strategy. I am your host, John M. Hawkins, coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. When we come back, we're going to talk about tips and tricks to setting goals, things like rudders and oars, eliminating your goals, stack ranking your goals, and so much more. Not going to want to miss it. We'll be right back. America is out of control. Today's capitalism and the approach to money is in fact the symptom of a more widespread pattern of excessive behavior. In his book, The Culture of Excess, How America Lost Self-Control and Why We Need to Redefine Success, clinical psychologist Dr. Jay Slosar portrays an America where excess fuels the drive to succeed. Dr. Slosar examines the cultural factors that lead to excess ranging from obesity to fraud to pervasive budget deficits. 
His book examines the powerful economic and social factors and their impact on our psychological well-being. Dr. Slosar explores the psychological impact of increasing narcissism, perfectionism, self-destruction, and our identity confusion. He offers recommendations for helping Generation Me become Generation We. Those who resist Slosar's message will want to avoid his discussion of regulation and his recent message that at this point, democracy must be more important than today's capitalism. Get his book now online or by visiting thecultureofexcess.com. Global Glory, that's the work of Dr. Marina McLean, COO of Global Glory, whose calling is to serve God. A first-generation British-born Londoner of Jamaican descent, Dr. McLean inherited the hunger for the Word from her father, who was a Bible teacher. Growing up, her home was filled with missionaries from the Caribbean islands and America, and she travels the world preaching the gospel. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree in theology and an honorary doctorate of divinity and Christian counseling from Friends International Christian University. Dr. McLean is also a songwriter and recording artist, and her songs are written during summits and conferences in the presence of God. She's recorded three worship albums to date and is in ministry for 28 years alongside her husband, Dr. Rennie McLean, who shares her passion. Visit www.globalglory.org or on Facebook at Global Glory. Call 866-244-5679 and feel the glory. Hello and welcome back, everyone. I'm John M. Hawkins. The show is called My Strategy, and we're coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. We're very happy to be here with you today. Today we're talking about accomplishing your goals. The My Strategy radio program is all about personal development and trying to help you be the best person you can be. Right before the break, we were talking about the SMART Goals Framework. We talked a little bit about how you know, there's lots of frameworks out there, but we want to use the SMART framework as foundational. Learn the process, learn how to do it. Once you've mastered it, continue to use it, or if, or if you so choose, find another framework. And in this segment, we're going to talk a little bit about some other ways to think about setting goals because the SMART framework might not work for everyone, but so be it, right? All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about the tips and tricks to setting goals and how it's not just about choosing your reward, but as we had alluded to earlier, it's the price. The price you must pay to achieve your goals. Got an article here by James Clear. He talks about a scientific guide to setting and achieving goals. He talks about goal setting, as we've talked about in other segments. Talks about, you know, those personal and professional goals. Talks about what is goal setting. How we experts say it's defining and setting the act or selecting a target or objective you wish to achieve of course hopefully we have a good firm understanding of what that is all about james does say something interesting here he says if we are serious about achieving our goals however we should start with a much different question rather than considering what kind of success we want we should ask ourselves what kind of pain 
do I want? That's a different way of looking at it. How much pain do you want, according to James, rather than what sort of success do we want? He says this is a strategy he learned from his friend and author Mark Manson. Mark has realized that having a goal is the easy part. Who wouldn't want to write a best-selling book or lose weight or earn money? Everybody wants to achieve many of these goals. He says the real challenge is not determining if you want the result, but if you're willing to accept the sacrifices required to achieve your goal. Do you want the lifestyle that comes with your quest? Do you want the boring and ugly process? That comes before the exciting and glamorous outcome. He goes on to talk about how it's easy to think about what we could or should do. Really think about this from the perspective of how much pain are you willing to tolerate? Rudders and oars. Imagine a small rowboat. Your goals are like the rudder on the boat. They set the direction and determine where you go. If you only commit to one goal, then the rudder stays put and you continue moving forward. If you flip-flop between goals, then the rudder moves all around, making it easy to find yourself rowing in circles. He says, however, there is another part of the boat that is even more important than the rudder. They are the oars. If the rudder is your goal, then the oars are the process for achieving it. While the rudder determines your direction, it is the oars that determine your progress. He says the metaphor of the rudders and the oars helps clarify the difference between systems and goals. It is an important distinction that shows up everywhere in life. If you're a coach, your goal is to win championships. Your system is to is what your team does by practicing every day. If you're a writer, your goal is to write a book. Your system is the writing schedule that you follow each week. If you're a runner, your goal is to run a marathon. Your system is to train, is your training schedule for a month. If you're an entrepreneur, your goal is to build a million dollar business. Your system is sales and marketing. Goals are useful for setting the direction. Systems are great for actually making progress. In fact, the primary benefit of having a goal is that tells you what sort of system you need to put in place. He says this brings us to our second key insight. Goals determine your direction. Systems determine your progress. You'll never just get anywhere by holding the rudder. You must row. Good insights there. He goes on to talk about some three categories that he uses when setting Goals. One, ruthlessly eliminate your goals. Psychologists have a concept that they refer to as goal competition. Goal competition says that one of the greatest barriers to achieving your goal is other goals you have. In other words, your goals are competing for one another for your time and attention. Whenever you chase a new goal, you have to put focus, energy from other pursuits. Basically, it comes down to the four burners theory in action. When you turn one burner up, you have to turn the other three down. Stack rank your goals. Research has shown that you are two to three X times more likely to stick to your goals if you make specific plans for when, where, and how you will perform the behavior. 
For example, in one study, scientists asked to fill out this sentence. During the week, I will partake in at least 20 minutes of vigorous exercises of exercise on, and they say fill in the blank, what day? At, fill in the blank, the time of day. At, fill in the blank, the place. As you can see, this aligns to the SMART framework a little bit with regard to making sure that we've got a time, making sure that we've got a day and a place. Talks more about some, gives you some more examples. So if you're interested, you can find this article online. He then goes on to talk about an upper bound. Whenever we set goals, we almost always focus on the lower bound. That is, we think about the minimum threshold we want to hit. The implicit assumption is, hey, if you can do more than minimum, go for it. You know, I think this is an important way to look at goals, right? You know, sometimes we set them. We know they're achievable. But are they truly something that is within our ability? It might be below our ability. And so, eh, you accomplished it, but it doesn't have as much meaning. So he's saying that we need to set upper bounds. And I think it's important for us to have a, a, a variety, right? I mean, we need to know what's going to happen if we don't meet the goal, if we just meet the goal, if we exceed the goal by you know 50% or 100%, right? Each one of those different markers or measurements of success on that specific goal is going to give us insight. It's going to give us information. It's going to help us figure out what is the best way to alter our actions, our strategy. You know, looking at the metaphor with the boats, how do we modify our process? Do we need more rows, uh, more oars in the water? Do we need to have more pull on one side of the boat, right? More oars on one side of the boat, which is going to help us fight a current. There's a lot to this, and I think that's why it's important for us to you know, as we look at the various different types of strategies and techniques out there, we're ultimately going to have to apply this to us. He goes on to talk about lots of other great things and closes out with how to achieve your goal consistency. Effective goal setting requires consideration of the systems that surround you, which means that you need to be aware and cognizant of them. He suggests simplicity, visual cues, opt out of some goals. Much more in that article. You're listening to My Strategy. I'm your host, John M. Hawkins, coming to you live to the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. When we come back, we're going to help you put your plan in place. We'll be right back. Escape from Hell, A Woman's Story is a passionate book that tells the true story of author Rhonda Knudsen's journey through the darkness and adversity of abuse. The book takes readers on an emotional trail from the depths of despair to the heights of forgiveness and understanding. She was inspired to help others, and her book is a vital tool through this process. Faithful to God and devotional to her beacon of hope, Rhonda Knudsen is a perfect example of finding a guiding light that helped her come through the dark and into the light. Her book can assist you in overcoming your challenges with abuse. The publication of Escape from Hell, A Woman's Story is a triumphant achievement and it can help you take ownership of your own experience of abuse and come through stronger than before. Rhonda is currently working on two more books, Shadows of Corruption and Coast to Coast on a Piece of Toast. 
to read more about this inspiring author and purchase her books, visit RhondaKnutson.com or go to www.amazon.com. French Rastafarian baker Chef Hugues Mott is a fourth-generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Sheikh Uvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Ugmat brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefugue.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon appétit and bless up. Hello and welcome back, everyone. I'm John M. Hawkins. The show is My Strategy. We're coming to you live on the BBM Global Network and tune in radio. Well, in case you missed this broadcast and are just joining us, never fear. You can listen on iHeartRadio, Apple iTunes, or many of the other digital podcast platforms because it is in podcast format out there on the in the globe and the internet. And if you'd like to have something covered in the show, send an email to talk at johnmhawkins.com. That's talk at johnmhawkins.com. Or you can give us a call at 844-MY-STRATEGY. That's 844-MY-STRATEGY. Or feel free to reach out on Twitter or any of the other social um, media types of platforms out there. Today we've been talking about accomplishing your goals. Goals are the first step towards planning for your future. But it's important for us to understand the importance of goals and how they can help pave our way for success. Goals can best be achieved when we plan for them and actively pursue them, which is why we need to understand goal setting and why it's so important. Now, there's many reasons for goal setting and why it's so important. It gives us focus, helps us measure success, stay motivated, can help us beat procrastination, achieve more, and help us determine what we want to accomplish in life. There's lots of different tips and tricks out there. Rules that we can follow for help us, helping us on our path towards accomplishing those goals. And it's important for us to really focus on some of those goals that are going to help motivate us. Goals that motivate us or things that we want to do, are interested in, are going to be easier for us to continue to be interested in and ultimately pursue. But we also need to, knowing that we are focusing on things we want to do, we need to have some sort of framework that we use. So we recommend using the SMART framework, which is specific, measurable, actionable, relevant, and timely. Use the framework just to help you understand the process. Make sure that what you are doing is attainable, it's relevant, it's timely. Many other processes and ways to think about it, but as it's good for foundation and a starting point. We then talked about some tips and tricks to help you set goals, the rudders and oars 
a small boat in a body of water where the oars help us. They are the process that keep the boat moving. Rudder sets the direction. We need to be thinking about how to ruthlessly eliminate our goals with goal competition. When you set a new goal, you take away resources from another goal. It's like four burners on a stove. If you have one on, it can take all the all the energy, but if you turn four on, it minimizes the output of all four, which means we must stack rank our goals, eliminate goals, stack rank again, set upper bounds, set lower bounds, figure out what it is we're going to do when we are not accomplishing our goals. And ultimately, it's important for us to be aware that we have habits. Some are good, some are bad. But we need to be aware of the bad ones, replace those with the good ones, which means it takes a conscious prioritization and commitment to these goals and intentions that is going to help give us a better chance of realizing our success. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. It's been a pleasure uh, being here with you today. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. This has been My Strategy with your host, John M. Hawkins. Listen each week as John reminds us that just like elite athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of their coaches, he is here to help you achieve your highest goals possible. Here each week on My Strategy. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.